Welcome, everybody, to episode 10. Wow, episode 10, double digits now. Uh, hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving week. Again, we're just grateful for our audience and our supporters. And today we're going to be talking about one of Adriana's favorite topics, which Ooh. is date nights and travel fun. Oh, yes, I love it. I love how like we've evolved as humans in our marriage and in our relationship that we get to do this frequently got you know thank god um i was actually just daydreaming about our our next little getaway and hopefully mm. coming soon god willing um but in all seriousness i think it's very important for us to you know talk about this topic i think it's a topic that could be a little off topic for some marriages people that you know it's hard for them to find time or it's just, you know, not in their plan because they're so hyper-focused on their families. Yeah, and, and that can, uh, with the busyness of life, yep. right? We are all busy. We've got kids here. We've got presentations. We talked about this before. The Christmas season and the holiday season can really get us busy. So yep. we have to be intentional with our time, right? Absolutely. And setting aside those times to go out to do stuff together, me and you. Yep. I know we do that a lot as a family. But it's very important. We're going to talk about that today, why it's so important for us to do it together as a couple uh, and how we actually even talk to our children about that, because I think that's huge. Yeah. Uh, you know, being open and um, transparent with your children as to why you're doing these things is then allowing them to build a foundation of what a relationship should look like. Right. Absolutely. So we're going to get into that a little bit now. Um, and, you know, just kind of going back to what we used to do <laughs> versus what we do now and, and how we've been able to adapt and change those and apply certain things to our marriage. Yeah, right? absolutely. To, and to even help. like this past week, you know, we went on our vacation with our family and I know that it was our intention to kind of just have you and me time. Mm -hmm. And I think even though we didn't really get to that because we did have a lot of people around us, we, I, th I still think that we had some sort of connectivity in the uh, the amount of time that we were able to at, at the end of the night, just in our room, just being able to communicate and talk with each other. I think that that also brought in a, a connectivity that goes to another level, right? So even if we're not able to, or if, even if those people out there are not able to have or find time, you know, they have so much family around or whatnot, just being able to carve out a little bit of that communicative moment. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, again, with time restrictions and with younger children, we, we know that can be challenging, yeah. right? And um, we actually, because of that, um, ended up getting these date boxes, Right. Uh, we when Adriana brought this topic up in our marriage before wasn't my you know, I wasn't a fan of it. I yeah. say, look, we've got kids. We've got young kids. Why would we go away by ourselves or why would we not do things together as a family? Not understanding re really and, and really, you know, diving into the, the necessity that is there for marriages and for couples to date each other mm -hmm. right? and, and be in a constant dating. So are we stay renewed? So we stay in communication. And so we learn to have fun together, right? Because eventually the kids are going to be gone. Yeah. And we're going to be dating all over again. And if we haven't worked on it the whole time while we've had kids and made them the priority, then our relationship's going to suffer. And we feel like a lot of couples end up in divorce because of that. They didn't take the time throughout their marriage while they were raising children to stay connected. So when I finally understood that, then became more intentional with our talk times and things we've talked about before, but also 
hey, if we don't have the time during the week or during the month, let's get a date box. Mm -hmm. Let's do that at home. We can put the kids to bed and then me and you time, right? To, hey, if we want to cook something together or we want to watch a movie that we've both decided on, but at least we're doing it together. We're spending time together. We're being intentional. Yeah. And I think then that part one, like we like to call in our (laughs) marriage, my thought process was, you know, I had always seen marriages together, but they never really did anything. They fell in love and they had all these monumental moments prior to getting married and and having kids. And then they had kids got married. And then all of a sudden that was all lost. So I wanted to be able to, along with all the other things that we, we were going through, I wanted to be able to regain that connectivity or regain that that passion that we once had Mm. um and i felt like though as though going out or doing the same things that we kind of did beforehand would bring back those you know those moments and i know that you were like totally against it and then fast forward here we are in our part two and i was so excited when i reintroduced the thought and we went to chicago that was like our first time well before we go into that talk about how that even came to be so in part 2 as yeah. we started uh you know wanting to better our marriage Absolutely. we joined a marriage class at church yep. right and through that class and through some wonderful people and some great insight they talked about dating each other yep. and they talked about the once a year trip that is a necessity in marriage. Even if it's just a weekend. Listen, that resonated with me because it changed my perspective on the way that we should you know, behave with one another and the way that I should be more open to those experiences, Yeah. right? Learning more about it and seeing, okay, well, this is the benefits that you can get out of it, right? And yes, like you were saying, one of the first trips that we did together as a couple um, in part two yeah. was Chicago. So if yeah. you want to talk a little and, bit and about that. And that actually touches on our, our Bible verse for today, which is husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. And I, if you're loving your wife as Christ did and your wife loves to travel and just kind of reconnect, I think that that's a form of loving her as well. But yeah, we ended up going to Chicago our first time and I loved it. I loved it not only because we were traveling, I loved the travel period, but it was just getting away in a nuance of just another way of us talking and communicating. I mean, I think one of the highlights was just us sitting there and being able to talk on another level and in another no- level and being able to communicate with each other and just talk deeply. Well, I, I got to admit that I did come prepared. <laughs> I had some spreadsheets and things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I don't know if you remember, we were going over budgets and vision and certain things that we wanted to achieve. Right. And yeah. that, that kind of, we started off that way, but it, that kind of, you know, moved to the, to the side. Yeah. I think that the, it became the, more tr- natural. the true connection really, I, I came, I'm like, okay, this, we're going to make this time. Cause you're you like know, a we're, man. I'm over here gonna, like, I just want natural. We're, like, no, we're, we're going to, we're going to look over our budgets. We're going to talk about what we're going to do next year, which again, those things are very important. Right. Yeah. And, and I am a firm believer that without a plan, there you can't achieve what you want to achieve right but at the same token i think it's but too, too. yeah we utilize that time that ended up shifting and yeah. we ended up utilizing that time to truly connect Absolutely. talk about the things that were important talk about the kids talk about you know the way that we were approaching life and it, and it was a monumental trip for us because we came back from that different i know i did yeah and i think you did as well and that kind of set up what the next few years were going to look like for us Again, because we were intentional yeah. and we said, hey, we're going to leave the kids, which is difficult. We're going to go away for a few days together, which at that time was challenging, 
but we did it. Yeah. And for what I love the most was, yes, it was great that we talk about those things. I do think it's important for us to have those communications or those talks, maybe outside of a vacation and just enjoy each other. Because that's really, for me as a woman, and I know I can speak to a lot of my ladies out there, that that's what they really want. You know, we don't have to have like a planned out conversation. It's just whatever happens, happens and whatever communication that we can get get through, you know, we can get through. And it was just being able to be together. I know that that's the city that you grew up in and just seeing snow and for the first time coming back to your hometown, that was Mm -hmm. just awesome for me to see. And I think that was, that just brought the trip to a whole nother level. Absolutely. Yeah. And, And again, it's just, it's being intentional. It's making the time. It's planning ahead. I know it can be very difficult with young children or if you have multiple children, to, to plan this out from one month to the next. Yeah. But if you give yourself six, eight, ten months ahead of time to plan that out, even with young children, hopefully you're blessed with some family around that can help out, right? Uh, then you're working on your marriage. You're having something to look forward to. Yeah. I know that we have a trip coming up in April where we're going to go to the Bahamas, a place that we've been wanting to go to together and to go in and check out a, a new resort. And I'm excited. Yeah. I can't wait because we've now planned this out almost a year in advance. Yeah. Right. So we've been able to save and budget for it. And we've been able to allocate the time and we've made arrangements already for our children to be taken care of. So a lot of those things are out of the way. A lot of that complication is out of the way. And now what we have to look forward to is hey, the time we're going to spend together. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's also like we have our experience. I know that there's some people out there that it's hard for them to do that. I know that there's couples that are struggling because IE, what, for whatever reason, they don't want it. They have a connection with their child and they don't want to leave them or it's a newborn or there's five children running around and they desperately need to get away. Even though you might think that you don't need it. Trust me when I tell you when you're in that trip, even if it's not a luxurious trip to outside internationally, even if it's just two days, you know, in a hotel in downtown in your local staycation is what we call it. Right. We've done those before. You know what? There's there's ways for you for you to do that. There's ways to even just separate yourself. It's so important, at least for me, I think it was just so important to just get away, eliminate any of the distractions, work children, you know, family, anything like that, and just be one-on-one reminiscent of what brought you guys together. I know that our relationship was a little unconventional as we spoke about before. So for me, it was trying to rejuvenate our marriage in a way where we can find the passionate, like Carlos and Adriana, that we got you know, there was something obviously there in the beginning. So just find reconnecting that moment. I know for couples out there, that don't that do have a conventional story where they do meet they fall in love and then i comes the marriage then comes the kids and then you literally 10 10 years pass and you're like who am i with like you don't even know that person i think bringing in that reason why you got together in the first place start with that and then say okay i want to be able to go back and say What is it that made me attracted to that other person? And then find something that you guys connected with and then just say, even if it it was just something like, you know, ridiculous, like chocolate, you know what I mean? Like, why don't we go somewhere 
where they have like a chocolate factory or, you know, something related mm-hmm. to chocolate or just go downtown, you know, do something that kind of will bring you guys back to remember those moments, you know, find some time, regardless of what it is, where you can take those times and those moments away, even like you said earlier, if it was just at night, or if it's just with, um, you know, outside, going to downtown, going to anywhere, I I think it's just really important for you to carve out those moments. And absolutely. And one thing to remember is we change as we get older. Yep. So if you're in a marriage that's not communicating, that's not being intentional about talking about goals and things about your life with your partner, because those are great opportunities to do it. You're not sharing your growth. You're not experiencing what the other person is going through. You're not staying connected. So what happens? You can then drift apart because one person might be growing in a different direction. The other person might be growing in another direction. But if you're not doing it together, you're not talking about it together. You're not sharing the change of what's happening. Then that can be very detrimental Absolutely. to a marriage because I know we found that in part one, I was moving in a different direction. You were moving in a different direction. We were never talking about it. Yeah. We never shared what visions we had. We never shared what goals we had. We never shared any of the personal things that drive us, that motivate us. And what happened? It ended very badly, right? Yeah. So I vowed in the second part too to not go down that same route, to to talk about the things that we want to talk about. And I get excited because, like you said before, I love vision. I love where I'm going. I love what I'm doing in business now that I get to share it with you and bringing you in on that. So then, hey, if you understand the vision, now you can be supportive to the vision. But if I don't understand it, how can I support it? Yeah. and How can also- I expect you to support it and be like, no, you need to be there for me. You need you to do... If I haven't shared it with you, if if you don't feel the same passion that I feel for the vision and vice versa for you, knowing what you want, knowing where you're going, knowing what you're wanting to achieve. Absolutely. Let it be with business, spiritually, because that's big also. Hey, I want to do mission. I want to do more spirit. Well, great. Now that I understand that, how can we support you? How can we as a family support you? Yeah. And there's ways that, you know, I can tie into like my vision, even though it might be something a little different, I can still tie my vision into your vision or vice versa, because we're working ultimately for the same goal. We can do different tasks. We can do different projects. But at the end of the day, we're both aligned together. The vision unites. Absolutely. And it unites ultimately because we both have the same faith. Yeah. And we both put God first. Yeah. By doing that, putting him first, letting him take control of our lives, then going back to our Bible verse for today, Ephesians 5, if I'm submitting as a man to my Lord and Savior, it's going to be easier for you as my wife to submit to me because now you're seeing an example. Yeah. But how can I expect for you to submit to me if I'm not submitting to anybody else? Yeah. And if I'm not leading and showing that example to you, yeah. right? It's a form of obedience. So it all, it's, it's that order that we've talked about before. It's like, you know, it's God first, then family, yeah. then family. It's not family first and then God and then our faith. It's faith, then family. So we have to remember that. And 
putting God first will then allow us to be intentional and to want to seek and to want to, hey, I know if I'm not filling your tank, how can I fill your love tank, right? We've talked about that. You love trips. I do. You love time together, right? You love these things. And I know recently we just went over that love languages again because it's a refresher. Like we talked about, we change. What we wanted three or four years ago when we did it, I think it changed a little bit, right? To what we want now. So it's just that constant renewing of, hey, we're spending time together. We're being intentional. We're doing dates. We're sitting there reading a book. We're doing an assessment together. We're actively working on our relationship. Yeah. Because that's what it takes. Otherwise, we drift apart. We let the devil come in and have a seat at our table. And ultimately, that leads to devastation. And that's what we don't want for anybody out there right now that's going through it or that, you know, might be struggling with some of these things. Yeah. And and the Lord definitely wants strong and healthy relationships. So let's just talk about a few things that are creative ways for our listeners out there, whether they're, Mm -hmm. you know, in the rut, not in the rut, or they're just looking for ways to just kind of, you know, spend some time together. Um, I kind of jotted out a list here that I thought would be, you know, beneficial for anybody out there that's listening. Definitely. Let's Let's, Let's share. Yeah. So scheduling date nights. I think that that's definitely, I know it sounds so, oh my gosh, why do I have to schedule something? But listen, in the day-to-day rut of things, you know, you have a plan in place and you want things to be more natural, but let's be real. When you're married, you have kids and you're working, you do owning a business or you're even just working for corporate. It's still very hard to say, Hey, I'm going to go do this. Sometimes you get home, you get, you're exhausted. So just being intentional about scheduling those times, whether it's once a month, every other week, however you can. I know that there's some couples out there that do it on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. Kudos to them (laughs) because that's definitely like, that's their must. So I think scheduling date nights and you know, if you're working, uh, if you have a more flexible schedule, you could do during the day as well, a breakfast, uh, lunch break dates. Those are definitely, we love doing those, you know, whenever we can't go out at night, we love having those lunch break dates because it just help, helps us to kind of, you know, reconnect during the day, early morning or late nights. Grabbing yeah, a I like the early morning stuff. When we go yeah. to the gym, there's opportunities there where yeah. we're alone. Yep. We can talk about stuff. Yep. You know, we can, we can, you know, go over the day. We can go over the week. We can go over the month. You know, we have those opportunities for sure. And I know you love working out, so I know that that's that's part of it. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah. So that's always fun. Uh, Child swap with friends. I know that like if you guys have a great group of friends that you can, you know, just talk about it. Hey, listen, can you grab or even family members too? you know, hey, can you just take my kids one weekend and then and or have are your kids come over our house and we can just swap them out and you guys can go out date night. Uh, in-home dates, we which we touched about. on. Yep. Yeah, we talked about those box dates, which were a lot of fun. I know that they came in handy in 2020 because I know we weren't Couldn't able to go, go anywhere. anywhere. <laughs> but but we were able to. Those are so fun times. I think there was good one. recipes that we made. Yeah, yeah that was like great. the pizzas. Those were yeah. fun. Uh, mini dates, like short windows of time during the day when the kids are occupied. If you are a stay-at-home mom and your husband works, you know, while the kids are at school, just kind of go over 
just hop on by and have lunch with them or coffee or something or vice versa, you know, Mm -hmm. family support. I think that that's really important. I know sometimes it's tough for some families because they may not have their mom and dad. Um, Or they live far away from their family, like military families. They don't have anybody around, right? Correct. And I know I have heard in the past that there are some military um, forums Mm -hmm. and groups of people, depending upon what base they're in, that they can like on Facebook, things like that. Absolutely. Connect with. So I would definitely and I would highly recommend if you are a military family to just kind of look into those groups uh, and see what you can do there. Plan family date nights. Sometimes it's hard for us to get out. So what do we do? We have the kids come with us and Mm -hmm. they kind of they're at an age right now where they can kind of, you know, be sufficient for themselves, talk amongst each other. And we have our little window of communication. But what happens when they're young and they need so much attention? Yeah, that's pretty tough, too. So uh, I I think it's, you know, it's tough, but I think you should just bring them anyways. We've had opportunities where we've brought them with us and, you know, we had to be like, hey, you know, entertain them. I know the iPad is not very, uh, some people don't like the iPad situation. But crayons and, I mean, there's certain things that you can bring along like we used to to keep them entertained. Well, even if it's for 10 minutes while they're entertained and the food's coming, there's still some time there. Absolutely. For husband and wife to connect. To bond. Um, yeah, so child co-ops, I know our church does this like every so often they'll have some of the group parents volunteer and they'll take care of the kids while they go on on date nights in their local area. Use technology. I know that that's not a highly efficient way of doing things, but that's something that, you know, could make your family maybe work as when you guys go out all together, do outdoor activities, plan to do things with the, with your family outdoors. Again, this is one that you would bring your family family your kids with you but maybe just have them have you and your husband sit in an area where it's close by where the kids are playing um plan ahead definitely i think that's one of the the most important things is all of these things can happen with good planning absolutely and being intentional absolutely to find those opportunities to find those friends to find that family to seek it but if you're not actively going out there and being intentional about it, it's not just going to present itself. Nobody's going to come up to you and walk up to you and say, hey, let me take care of your kids that, next that, Thursday. And I think that you touched <laughs> on the right word, being intentional about yes. it. I know one of the issues that I had in our part one was I thought you can read my head. I already had told you one or two times what I wanted. And it was just like, I already know, like he should already know this. But if you're not intentionally communicating and saying, hey, I need this. I need this for us. I need this for me. I need this for our relationship. I need this for our family. Then nothing is going to change. You know, unfortunately, sometimes it takes you as the person and I'll speak for myself. Like it would it, it needs to take you as a person to say, hey, this is how I feel. This is what I want. And in order for us to move forward in a healthy, sustainable way. We have to do this mm-hmm. because if not, it's just not going to work. And being honest about it, yeah. that you have to be honest because if not, then. And respecting what the other person has to say, Absolutely. whether you agree with it or not. Right. And that was one thing for us is I didn't agree with it, but I learned to respect it. And then ultimately my perspective changed yep. because of God yep. and putting amazing people in our lives that just poured into us and saying, hey, look, look at it this way. Look at it from a godly perspective. Look, look what how God loves and how he wants you to love your wife. And wait a minute. Oh, wait, that's spending time. To, uh, then it clicked. Yep. But it took me respecting what you say 
and then being intentional with seeking answers to let it resonate with me and just remember that it's not about the qual you know the quantity it's the quality so even if you are only able to do it once a month or once every other month or only do one trip of year together make it the best time possible yeah be intentional with that time connect talk about the things you need to talk about and even when it comes to just on a daily basis you know the the night the early mornings like we said talk about it talk about the kids talk about the issues going on talk about the good stuff yeah talk about the vision what you guys are doing together to move your family forward right yeah and, and also prioritize your relationship Absolutely. however that may look everybody's relationship is different mm -hmm. everybody's marriage is different you know we don't come here trying to say you should do it this way you should do it that way we're just giving you our advice based on what we've learned what's worked for us what hasn't worked and i think at the end of the day prioritizing our relationship has just been and being intentional and first and foremost giving it to the lord that has definitely worked for us Absolutely. and just you know continue on that trajectory and if you guys ever needed any help or like we're still here yep. this is our last episode of the season which will resume uh with uh season two in january yes and we're so excited for all the support that you guys have given us and we've you know we're so excited for this platform that you've allowed that the lord has allowed us to have and we want to continue to help be out there serving and helping and hoping that 2024 really brings us to another level of assisting our community out there absolutely and i think in uh, season two we have a lot of awesome things to look forward to yes. amazing guests yes uh, uh, really good topics that we're going to dive into a lot and more deeper too. you know any feedback anything that you want us to talk about reach out you know, www.marriedonamission.com is our site. There's prayer request tab. There's a, a tab there where you can submit, uh, email us information, topics you want us to talk about. If you need some mentorship, anything from us where we can help and add value to your life, reach out. We're here. We understand the importance of that because that helped us tremendously. Those amazing people like you heard in episode six that we had our mentors on. Yep. And th that's only a, a, a small portion of it. We've had so many other people in our lives that have helped because we asked for it yep. and because we were intentional and because we relinquished control to God and said, God, allow these people to come into my life because I know I cannot do this without you. Uh, amen. Right. And so that's what we want to continue to do. We're excited about season two. Thank you so much for coming along this journey with us this far. We, yes. we call it a mission because marriage is truly a mission, Yep. Uh, but it is a mission that we know can be successful. Amen. But it's going to take a lot of hard work, a lot of determination, and two willing individuals. Yep. Right? That are not perfect. That we're not. That are perfectly loved. Uh, amen to that. So thank you so much, everybody. We're super excited, and we will see you guys in season two. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. And a blessed, happy new year. Amen. All right. See you soon.